This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com. These boxes are handcrafted to your playstyle and sent to your home, and they start as low as $29.99. Tell them about the boxes they can get, Johnny. They can get anywhere from three to five games a month from the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo, the Nintendo 64, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Sega Genesis. You know they have it all with Retro Game Treasure. And Deuce, it's a custom box. They handpick things that you like. They have an amazing website. You put on what you have, put on what you like, put on the genres that you want. They send it to you, custom hand box straight to your door. And of course, they never send you any duplicates. And they always ship on the 22nd of every month so you know they're on time just for you. And it's so easy to order, Deuce. What is the website? The website is Retro GameTreasure.com And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? And of course, we have our third member, Brandy Womack. Yay, it's me. She's back. Awesome. <laughs> and of course, uh, we're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And Deuce, every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Ooh, that nice. one's fresh. That was nice. Nice. Cheers for everyone drinking at home. Drink responsibly. Cheers. Yes, Cheers. Brady's got a nice little wine. Yep. Right, because I'm a classy bitch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Deuce, we love to have a uh, special guest with us today. And today we have the amazingly talented Rennie Starks. Welcome to the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. Now, the folks at home can't see you, but what are Which you... technically, we can't right now. You <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's okay. We're, we, we can use our imagination. That's true. It's true. But they can follow you on your Instagram and on your Facebook. Which what, How do people find you on the internet? Yeah. Um, I mostly post, like you said, on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, I'm just Rennie Starks, uh, R-E-N-N-I-E-S-T-A-R-K-S. And then... On Facebook, I'm facebook.com slash Rennie Starks Cosplay. Awesome. And so the folks, folks can't see you right now, but you're you're wearing like a modified one of your cosplays, correct? Yeah, I kind of wanted to be comfortable because I'm sitting at home. Sure. So I decided to be hipster Rapunzel. And I've done a few hipster princesses or hipster Disney kind of uh, twists before. So I thought this would be kind of fun. It works. Yeah. Is that like your? I saw you made a post on Instagram a while back. You're saying that's like one of your favorite Disney princesses. Is that true? Oh, Rapunzel, yeah, hardcore. So you must have flipped out when Tangled came out. Like you must have just were enamored with it. Definitely, yeah. I I know this is like super uh, kind of controversial to say, but I think Tangled is better than Frozen. So I agree. <laughs> she agrees. There you go. I mean, we have see, we have kids. Let's just pull back the curtain a little bit. My wife and I, Brandy, we have kids, and uh, Logan's turning in March. He'll be turning six, and our daughter just turned three. So, of course, having being a parent during the Frozen era, we call it the Frozen era, the Ice Age, if oh, you will. Totally. Yeah. Uh, you hear? I mean, both our kids can sing all the songs. They know the whole entire movie. They've seen. They've. I sang the entire soundtrack just today. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's 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 crazy because like it's it's this generation's Lion King. 
And so, like, Lion King blew up back when we were growing up, and yeah. same thing happened. And now it's, like, it's everywhere. But, of course, this is part of the Disney Studios productions, the which is separate from the Pixar films. And, of <laughs> course, uh, they've done a really good job, in my personal opinion, you know, with Frozen, with with Tangled, uh, Wreck-It Ralph was excellent. So they've done a really good job with a lot, you know, their their last few productions. Mm-hmm. And I think though the next one they're doing is like Day of the Dead or something like that. I forget the name of it, but the the, the Good Dinosaur came out. Oh, that's Pixar doing Good Dinosaur, and then Day of the Dead was uh, is another one that they're doing. I think the Disney Studios productions. But anyways, oh. long story short, Disney has yeah. a great track record, and of course it's a lot. It's easy for someone like you, like if you grab something that you really like that you want to cosplay what's that process like oh absolutely um well as soon as i see it basically i kind of know if i want to take that on or not and then like analyzing every piece of it from like the fabric and how it moves and how it flows in the film to you know the look of it the color of it and how i can possibly take something that does not exist and probably will not work in real life and make it work in real life, especially like Rapunzel's hair. Doing research on that, she has 70 feet of hair in the film. (laughs) So how on earth do I make that real, you know? And so that whole process is just timing, like the timing of it is crazy and like just thinking about how to make something into reality. Which is why the braid that you have right now works so well, because it's just not feasible to carry around 70 feet of loose hair. But to put oh it up God. in the braids with the flowers, that's doable. So Exactly. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely easier, I can imagine. Plus, I wouldn't have as many like sticks and leaves in it if I was dragging around yeah. tons of Very true. That's a good point. So what was your first cosplay? My first cosplay ever, I was about six years old, and I was I was Sailor Moon. Oh, wow. Gotcha. Yeah. Even when I was a kid, my grandmother would help me make costumes, and we would sew together, and so we kind of threw together a little homemade Sailor Moon costume, and you can find that on my Facebook as well. I have pictures of me then and pictures of me now as Sailor Venus, so kind of a cool comparison. That's awesome. So she taught you how to sew and everything? Yes, she did. Awesome. Because that's one thing that I've noticed with a lot of cosplayers is costumers or whatever you want to call it. You need sewing skills. You need sewing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a huge, huge part of it. I mean, there are definitely cosplayers who buy their costumes or commission their costumes. And, I mean, there is no shame in that at all. I've definitely thought about it just because of the work and the money that goes into it as well. Um, but making it myself is, it kind of takes me into my own little world of crafting and creativity, which I love. So it's, you know, there's plus pros and cons. It's an art. It's just another kind of art form. So, well, like, like my wife and I, like we, we cosplay too, not to the extent that you, you do, but like we still, we kind of dabble and, and we, you know, we make, we kind of make our own things and whatnot. Like we're, 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 you do a really good Tony Stark. I do a decent, decent Tony Stark, but I can totally see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's uh, I'll have to send you a picture sometime, but it's cool because like I I like get into the I get in depth with it because facial hair. There's not a lot of like cosplay f- with facial hair, so like I get excited. Like I'll get to shape my beard if it's a full beard or a goatee or like right. with the with the Tony Stark. I actually have to like prep it like a month ahead, grow grow extra hair. So I, I, s- could- I swear to God, this man spends more time on his beard than I spend on my hair. 
But yeah, so like I spent the extra time to like, you know, make sure I'm going to shape it right and get the extra piece for, you know, when he connects his goatee and like, you know, you have to like plan oh, yeah. ahead of time for these things. Oh, yeah. Just like with anybody oh, you're doing. And uh, so like I have a good time doing it. Um, but it's like, you know, that that's what's so great about cosplaying. It's it hits all types. These people are cosplaying from animes. I mean, people cosplaying like, I don't know, Lady Gaga. I mean, this all, co- I mean, every spectrum is hit when you cosplay. It's, it's, yeah. it's pretty. Animes, movies, TV shows. Video games. Video games. I mean, yeah. it's, it's awesome spectrum Whatever of things. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Even pop culture today, like mm-hmm. you said, Lady Gaga or like, you know, Matt, the radar technician from the Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. I mean, you can hit every aspect, basically <laughs> anything you want to cosplay. That was awesome. Let me ask you that real quick. Uh, Star Wars, you fan, yay or nay, or are you more of a Trekkie? Huge, 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 huge fan, yes. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Cause I always felt like in my lifetime, there's always like, like these certain questions you ask people. Coke or Pepsi? El- uh, uh, Elvis or the Beatles? And it's always like Batman or Superman? And those are the questions you ask. And then the mm-hmm. final question is, is always like, Star Wars or Star Trek? You know, usually ha- people have an opinion towards one or the other. Right. So I always like to get people like, if you turn my camera around, you would see that I just have like tons of Star, Star Wars. Star Wars threw up in this room. Yes. <laughs> I love Star Wars. I've loved Star Wars for a long time. And Deuce and I have told countless stories about our love for Star Wars and whatnot. And yep. we even have a uh, Force Awakens uh, spoiler review uh, review cast up there for those uh, those that listening and haven't checked it out. Definitely go check it out. I think it's episode 129, if memory serves. Yep. Go check it out. And uh, it kind of talks more about it. Did you see the new movie? I did. I actually saw it four times. Oh, no, in theaters. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this one too. Yep. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, I got to see it once. You yeah, went I mean, to that's go, pretty good. You went, At you least went you to saw go, it. Yeah. yeah. You went to go see it like three times with other people until you finally took me. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. What'd you, what you? No. Let, let's let you two talk about it real quick because the brandy. Uh, you haven't actually talked about your thoughts in on the podcast yet. Oh, anyway. dude. I'm I'm super excited to find out. Um, Spoilers for people listening. Uh, we're going to spoil a little bit. No, so. I want I want to find out, you know, I want to know uh Ren's backstory. And I've seen like s- there's so many memes that are out there now that like punch you right in the feels, you know, with like Chewbacca holding Ben and like it says like I'll never hurt you and that's and they're like that's why he didn't kill Ben. He just shot him in the shoulder and it's just like okay. Dying forever. So, yeah, yes, yeah, just <laughs> I, I, I'll never oh, it's so bad. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what the the next two movies bring. I'm most I think probably a lot of people, but I'm definitely most curious to find out uh what is the deal with Ray. I mean, like what is going on? Like what's her why, origin? Yeah. Yeah, where'd she come from? Like is she related to a sky? Is she it's like she's got to be the daughter of somebody, you know? Like Oh, absolutely. So, but I you know who exactly that somebody is, you know, that's up for debate. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, I think a lot of people were pleasantly surprised with these these films because it, the, some people there's a lot of people out there that don't like the prequels, and I feel like this kind of righted the ship. People are kind of like, all right, this is where Star Wars is. This is what Star Wars is about, and it kind of gave people hope again for the future of the franchise. Because before, people were kind of iffy uh, on the prequels. Right, right, absolutely. Now, we can't see your camera, so what Twitch does is Twitch actually puts, like, your profile picture up. So, obviously, we've been staring at your Harley Quinn. Can you talk to us about how you got that uh, cosplay set up? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's from the Bombshell series of the DC characters, and um, an artist through them, if I could remember the name, I, I would tell you. But you can look them up, and 
they drew all of the characters in like a pinup style and pinup has always been one of my favorite kind of art forms so i fell in love with this design immediately and decided that i have to do this like right now kind of thing and so uh, it was relatively easy to put together really because there's not much fabric there um yeah. <laughs> but, less but it things was to sew <laughs> it was super fun to run around in and be like totally derpy with my friends and like drink and have a good time at conventions so <laughs> some tells me people are buying you a lot of drinks when you're in that outfit <laughs> at conventions I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess obviously you probably get this question a lot with your friends. Like thoughts on what the current Harley Quinn looks like in the movie? Yay or nay? What do you What do you think? You mean well, for Suicide okay. Squad? Well, yeah, for yes, Suicide yes. Squad. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. clarify. Sorry. She, um, at first, I I hated it in all honesty because I thought she looked like a clown hooker. <laughs> and she looks kind of like skanky and I'm not that's not what Harley's about, you know? So she's more like kind of cutesy and goofy, but I don't know, the more I see it, the more I like it. If that makes sense. It's growing like, on more, you. Yeah. Yeah, the more like I'm watching the trailers and like keeping up to date with all of the uh you know, the secrets and the spoilers that are coming out, I'm I'm more excited about it. So I think it's pretty cool. For me, I everybody was freaking out so bad over the Joker because with the, you know all the tattoos and the teeth and all and that stuff. And the grill, yeah, yeah, the grill and all that. So like everybody was freaking out over the Joker and so like for me when I first watched the trailer, I'm like, "All right, am I going to get on board with this Joker or not?" So I was paying most attention like I was just waiting to see the Joker, you know, when I was watching the trailers. Uh, Harley Quinn kind of took a back burner and then you know now and I've decided yes I can get on board with uh, Jared Leto's Joker I, I'm, I'm cool with that I'm, right. but I mean I'm fairly open to reinventions anyway I'm not I'm not strict about oh like oh they've ruined it da, da, da. so right. um, I was pretty open to Harley Quinn anyway and, and so like I'm fine with the way this Harley Quinn looks so far and so, I know that may not be the most popular opinion, but I think it's fine. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. And Margot Robbie is flawless, so I'm sure she'll do a great job of it. Mm-hmm. Deuce, what's your thoughts on Harley Quinn? I liked it. Like, I mean, I wasn't mad about it, but I'm not married to that character. Like, I mean, I I like the character, but I guess I don't have a vested interest. But it works good for me because when I go see these movies... If it's, like, characters I don't have a super vested interest in, like, prime example, Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't have any kind of bar. So, it's just, like, right. I go in with a clean slate, yeah. and I have a blast, which I think, in all honesty, I think uh, Suicide Squad's going to do better than Batman vs. Superman, because people are going to go in not knowing who these characters are, and they're going to be like, this was an awesome movie, and I'm, I think it's going to blow up like Guardians did. I'm going to agree with you on that, 100. Yeah. I think you're right on the money on that, and I'm right there with you. Like, I of course I know who Harley Quinn is and all that stuff, but I wasn't like super married to that character, nor any of the other characters other than Joker. And I'm open to. I mean, the last Joker that I really paid any attention to was the freaking campy ass movies back when I was a kid. So, so, you know, Jack Nicholson Joker. So like, I was totally open to, you know, reinventing the, the, I mean, obviously, uh, there's the dark Knight and all that, but that's a, that's the Nolan verse. So, you know, yeah, it's like its own universe. Yeah, exactly. You can't put, 
that universe in with this universe. So I right. was so yeah, I think you're right on the money that people are kind of they don't know who, you know, most of these other suicide squad people are. They a lot of the average person has never heard of any of these characters except for maybe Harley Quinn and the Joker. The rest of them they're really largely unfamiliar with. So I do think that there's great potential for that whole Guardians of the Galaxy phenomenon where you don't know what to expect. You don't know what you're walking into and there's a good possibility of being amazingly surprised and happy about it. So I have my fingers crossed for that. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, are you going to do an updated uh, Harley Quinn or is that something that you are you don't really go in with what's coming out, what's current? You just kind of do your own thing. Um, I definitely thought about it. I'm not really sure if I want to take it on because recently it's become ridiculously over cosplayed. Um, and I mean, not that that's a reason not to do it, but I would kind of stay away from that kind of thing. Um, but I would really like to do it. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm still debating in my head and maybe my fans can help me decide as well. Yeah, I got you. Like the, the few times that I've cosplayed at conventions and all that, I try to stay away from something that's like red hot right at that moment because there's literally going to be a hundred other ones in there, right. which is fine and all. And I support the character, but it's like, okay, well, you know. A dime a dozen, you kind of you kind of feel like on you know when you're doing that kind of thing. So you know, yes, I've cosplayed Laura Croft, but I've cosplayed her after she was you know in the spotlight, and I've done other right. cos you know. So I like doing it like that, you know, doing a well-known character, but maybe not when they're at the peak of their popularity. Yeah, that, and I've thought about doing um, a different version. You know, the the second trailer that came out for Suicide Squad, mm -hmm. they had her drinking a little teacup. With her orange jumpsuit on, yeah, like, yeah. that's yeah. a cool version to do. Um, easy so it's not like too. the biggest one, but it's definitely something that's popular and happening right now, and still completely recognizable. So absolutely, that's yeah. that's definitely a, a food for thought on that one for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think I, you guys did a good job of, of comparing that to, to Guardians of the Galaxy because with Guardians of the Galaxy, that was the wild horse. No one had no idea. No one I, didn't, I didn't know who the hell Star-Lord was. Right. Most of the <laughs> audience did not know. The, the average movie-going audience had no idea what was going to happen. You know, Obviously, comic book fans are pretty you know, invested in the characters, but the average audience had no idea. I feel like the same thing with Suicide Squad, which I have a hard time Deuce. I have so many times I have messed up that word, Suicide yeah, it's, Squad. It's, it's, it's I don't know why. It's always like say. Suicide Squad. I almost, almost want to go Suicide Squad. That's what I keep wanting to do. <laughs> really? Like five times fast. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Uh, suicide Squad. Is like I, even me as a comic book reader, like I'm familiar, for, somewhat familiar with the characters and whatnot, but I've not really spent a lot of time in that comic book series. So even someone like me, I'm gonna have like, like you said, like more of like a, you know, open eye, a little non-biased towards it. Uh, I'm still a little iffy on the Joker. I know Jared Leto is an amazing actor, and he's not every, exactly. every performance that he's done, he's knocked See, it out of the park. That, that's 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 really was the tipping point for me. I mean, I was, uh, you know. You've never seen a Joker like this guy, especially the grill. I think the grill threw me off more than anything else. No, it's else. not a grill, right? Because you keep saying grill. It's not a grill. It's the teeth. It's the teeth. Yeah, I know. That's what threw me off more than anything else in the whole thing. Like, I could deal with the tattoos and everything else, but the teeth were throwing me off more than anything else. But, you know, when you think about to Jared Leto and what the man has done, I'm like, uh, I'm going to trust the man to do the character justice. 
And right. just from the like the 30 seconds that you see of him in that first trailer where he's saying, you know, oh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you really, really bad. I mean, that it was brief, but it was enough for me. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I'm good with this. Let's let's see what happens. So I want to talk about video games, Rennie. I want to talk about video games because I grew up uh, as a, my very one of my very first games I ever played besides Tetris, uh, was uh, Final Fantasy. I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm a huge Final Fantasy nut. And I saw that you do an amazing... I'm talking about, like, there's people out there that do great cosplays, but you actually have, like... Some people are born with, this, like, a uncanny resemblance to people. Even out of cosplay, your facial features resemble Riku from Final Fantasy. So, like, and then on the top of the fact that you, you were able to cosplay as her is fantastic. Thank you so much for that compliment. Like, honestly, probably the highest compliment you can give me because Riku has been my favorite character since 10 came out. And Riku is, she's <laughs> she's just kind of a spunky little thief that, I don't know, I just, I freaking love her. I feel like I'm really connected to her as a character because, like, me, myself, I am very, like, positive and perky and jumping around and, like, that's just kind of me as I'm I'm the typical blonde character and that kind of is Riku. She's like the comedic relief. She's kind of like the dork and I love it. She's amazing. Now, did you grow up playing video games? Like what's your background on gaming? Yes, I definitely grew up playing Final Fantasy 7 was like my first video game ever. That was like and a gateway drug, huh? Yeah, it it really did start like this horrible addiction to gaming. <laughs> But, oh my god, yeah, I, I grew up playing that. I probably played it like ten times. It was my favorite video game in the world. And I was obsessed with Yuffie growing up. And even as a kid, I got my hair cut like Yuffie so that I could look like her. And um, I thought she was really cool, too. Once again, like the perky little funky character. Um, but I loved her. And then uh, from there, I mean, I played a lot of the Final Fantasy games. I also played uh, Bioshock is another one of my favorite oh. series. Love Bioshock. Love, love, love Bioshock so much. Like, <laughs> Bioshock's amazing. Yeah, and so Infinite was definitely my favorite out of that. Have, have you done a, a um, I'm getting brain fart, Elizabeth cosplay? Have you done an Elizabeth cosplay? I have not, but I, I don't know which one I would do. That's the hard part. Like, oh, I see what I you mean. I thought about yeah. like Burial at Sea version. True, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be really cool too, but I don't know. Well, it's interesting because like, when I look at video games, like there's so many different types of games out there, and they hit different medias and different markets and different times. And Bioshock, obviously, when it was hot, like you saw a lot, like we said earlier, a lot of people were cosplaying as Elizabeth at conventions because that was the hot thing. Yeah, I saw quite a few. Yeah, so like you gotta, I think Riku is cool because Riku, it's hard to believe. Like Final Fantasy X came out how many years ago? I forget how many years ago, but they did that remastered. They did that remastered yeah. version for the PS4 and whatnot, and Xbox yeah. and all that. And it's really cool because like now it kind of reinvigorated that that series, and yeah. and it kind of like people that like that didn't really know the game kind of kind of introduced to it for the first time, which is really cool. And I I just I I think Ten Two is very underrated. I don't know if you think about if you agree with that. I love 10 came out when we were still in college. Yeah, 10 came out when we were still in college. And I think 10 2 is really underrated, actually. The whole combat system mechanics with the different dresses that you put on and whatnot. The story was really silly. It's kind of very, like, I always called it, like, Final Fantasy 10 2 Unit and Friends. It was very silly and, (laughs) you know, cheeky, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's. I think that's almost what I liked about it, though. Yeah, kind of. It was kind of just not really a serious thing. 
Yeah, it was like a breath, uh, a breath of fresh air in a way, you know, because it was like yeah. you, know, you got so serious and melodramatic, especially the way the way Tin ended. Oh Holy my crap! God. Just but, like ripped my heart out. <laughs> but it was really cool because at the time I was in the industry when that came out, and like the fan base was so divided. Like there was half the fan base. It's like this is awesome, and the other fan base was like, "What? This is stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> what is this?" And I'm like, "No." You gotta understand. This is more like anime infused. There's definitely more yeah. of like an anime feel to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like there's more of a, a Japan style to it. You need yep. to like. You just gotta roll with it. You just gotta take it for what it is and roll with it. And other people were like, "No, this this isn't my Final Fantasy." You know. You remember when the online gaming came out? What? Speaking Final of Final Fantasy I Online. You. Yeah, the Final Fantasy Online gaming came out. You remember that? Yeah. You remember that uh, that friend of ours that we had? Uh, he didn't have a bank account, so. Oh well, Final I, Fantasy Eleven got huge. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy Eleven. Yeah, he didn't have a bank account, so I paid for his subscription every month, and then he gave me cash. Yeah, that was like super. <laughs> she like gave him a debit card, and like he yeah. he like put it on his on his account. I was a good friend. That was like <laughs> super nice. I don't, do you ever get into MMOs? I never got into MMOs. Um, a little bit. I definitely played League of Legends. I dabbled in League of Legends, but um, I never did the Final Fantasy ones, and I really wanted to, but I don't think it was feasible for me to pay a monthly fee to play it. Um, you know, even now, I don't really have, like, <laughs> expendable income that I can just kind of play games with, but um, it would be cool. I'd love to play that, but yeah, League of Legends was um, pretty much the only MMO I ever really dabbled in. Yeah, it's a really popular. It's about ninety million people play League of Legends now, which is crazy yeah. to think. Like this, it's a huge like how much it's blown up, and now ESPN is take, doing coverage of it now, which is oh yeah, ridiculous, uh, which is unbelievable. Like for us nerds out there, like because now it's cool to be a nerd. Like before yeah. we were growing up, I got made, Deuce and I we got put in lockers. Like, well, Deuce didn't get put in <laughs> yeah, lockers because Deuce, big to get Deuce put is in too big. <laughs> but I was five foot. I was five foot two in high school, so like I got put, you got put in lots of. Lockers. I got put in lockers and thrown down a trash can and. You know, I got made fun of a lot for being a nerd, you know, and I and I wear my geekdom on my sleeve and I think that's one of the cool things about being a you know, getting into cosplay is you kinda get to, you know, be be somewhat different for a day. Yeah. And I, I really I like that feeling and you kinda you get in this cool elation that people that don't know that never cosplayed before when someone comes up and wants to take your picture or say hi to you or calls you by your character name, like it's an awesome, like yeah. uplifting high that you get. It's you a compliment. Know? Yeah. It's like, Absolutely. you know, okay, obviously I've done my cosplay well enough that you know that you can recognize who the hell I'm supposed to be. Right. So that's that's a compliment. It's like, okay. Another well. thing, too, about that is that, like, I almost feel like I'm touching people's lives then, too, because it's like, it's like Disney for nerds. They get to see yeah. a real-life version of that character that changed their life. And I've had people, like, cry that they've met me because, oh, my God, I love Sailor Venus so much, or... Like, I know I love Rainbow Dash so much and all yeah. this stuff. And, like, it really does touch people. And I love making those connections with everyone. I love the ponies. They got they have awesome morality. You're raising and... a frippling brony. So. Yeah, our son Logan is a brony. Like, yeah, he's he obsessed. He doesn't even know it yet. That's awesome. But, like, <laughs> but no, I'm totally, like, I have no problems with him watching the ponies. And I watch it with him and enjoy it because it's like, oh, my God. I'm Applejack. <laughs> you, you <know? laughs> yeah, so. honestly, yeah, the ponies have really been putting out like some awesome morality. There's uh, life lessons, lessons there, man. Young children. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, 
friendship is magic. It really is. Like, be nice to people and treat others with kindness and, like, loyalty and honesty and all these wonderful things that we really should have in our society today. So for people to say that, I don't know, they do get a bad rap, the bronies, but I am in love with them. Well, well, the people that, that give them a bad rap are people that don't watch the show. Absolutely. It's like if you ever actually sat down and watched it and like suspend your disbelief or whatever you want to call it for five minutes and don't focus on the fact that it's ponies and just like watch, you know, like pay attention to like what's actually happening in the story. It's really good. It's it is. really good. And it has really good life lessons. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, like, like uh, Logan and Elena, they'll like, I'll be like they'll want to watch something stupid like Spongebob or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 let's, po- let's watch ponies. It's like, let's, let's yeah. learn, let's learn some life lessons today. <laughs> yeah. And everyone has their own like pony that they gravitate towards like Brandy. She's in the, the Applejack, right? Well, I, you toss between, I identify most with Applejack as being, you know, like the strong, you know, leader type, but I actually like Fluttershy the most because, you know, she's introverted and shy and sweet and yeah. So, uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of vacillate between the two. I, I vacillate between uh, Applejack and Fluttershy. Yeah, and I'm kind of uh, I've always been day one. I've always been a Twilight Sparkle. Uh, I gravitate towards her because she's always wanting to please everyone, make everyone happy. And I'm like a big people pleaser. Like I want to make sure everyone's okay. If I'm at a party, like I'm hosting a party, like you okay? Can I get you anything? And I just want to make everyone happy. Oh like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, but you're, that's that's you're just all over the place. I'm like, dude, it's a party. Like, yeah, like uh, chill the fuck out. Yeah, like <laughs> like after the first hour and a half, everybody knows where the beer is. Everybody. Everybody knows where the shitter is. Like we got this. <laughs> I will get another bag of chips out if it'll calm you down. Like, let's well, just I just, I just like my brain never shuts off. Like I'm always like I have like a, a enhanced uh, sensory overload sometimes. Like I, I notice everything all the time. So like I just want to like please everybody. Like, are you okay? Do you need a drink? Do you need and sometimes you're like, calm down, Johnny. Chill, chill out. <laughs> that, that would be me and Deuce. Me and Deuce are probably your biggest. Like, all right, yeah. you need to calm down. That's here, when I send you to the office. I go, here's some go, go play your guitar in the office for like ten minutes and <laughs> then come that, back. Yes, yeah, Deuce I'll, is the one. Yeah, like because at the at, okay. Yeah. To pull the curtain back a little bit, we had a birthday party for Brandy, and it was a rock band party. We were all having a good time, but I could tell like he had hit that plateau where it was like, oh man, oh man. I said. Go in the office, play your guitar. I got this. Like, just yep. go chill because he needs a minute to like decompress. Which actually leads me to a question I want to ask you: When you're at a convention, you're in cosplay and you're there all day. Do you need those kind of minutes too, where you can decompress? Because a lot of people ask you for your picture and to give you a hug and ask a lot of you and they ask a lot of your time. Do you need a minute where you can walk away and be like, "Hey, I need to." I, I, I need a, a, a rainy minute. I need a, a minute for myself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think everyone really does where they, I mean, it's so awesome to meet new people and to go out and like hang out and do all sorts of things, but it's it's all the time, you know? So I definitely yeah. would love to take those minutes. Um, and I actually did the last convention I went to go away from the convention and we had sushi. Me and my friends like went over and like yes. had some sushi and some beer and like just hung out for a minute and it was super nice, though. I think that's I think that's extremely important for anybody that's in kind of a spotlight, even if it's just for a day for doing a cosplay or something like that. 
I mean, I mean, everybody's different, obviously, but, like, I'm definitely one of those people, too, where, like, if I was in a position to where I was in the spotlight, like, if I'm doing a cosplay, there definitely needs to be a minute, like, and it can be something as simple as, like, okay, let's go get some lunch and, like, step away from this for, like, an hour and then come back to it. But, yeah, I, I can't, it's really difficult for me to be on, like, all day. Like, right. like I need, like, some time to just, like, you know, zone out for a little bit, eat some food, chill Absolutely. out. And then, kind of, uh, like, regain your energy and go exactly. back. Because, <laughs> like, it, I've been at conventions when, like, when we did the Resident Evil uh, Yeah, you, she wanted to Jill Valentine. I did Barry Burton. I grew the beard out and whatnot. It, yeah, and it was a really I, good, it was a really good Jill Valentine. It was legit. It was really good, but, like, they just, like, it, well, it was a whole bunch of factors to it, but, like, the group that we were with, I'm like, all right, guys, like, let's go get some food. Yeah. It's yeah. like, let's, let's go get some food. It's like, no, 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 Let, let's let's go walk the floor for, for a little bit longer, and, like, it just kept getting put off and kept getting put off, and I eventually had to leave, and I left the convention. We had to leave at, like, 3 o'clock. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't feel good. I, I'm, I'm nauseous. Like, it's it's too much. I don't feel bad. Johnny's the same way. Like, I yeah. think out of the three of us, I'm the only one that can do it for an extended period of time, but John will even tell you, like, once we leave the event, when I've been like deuce for eight hours, mm-hmm. like I'm just I'm zonked. Well, like I'm not even I'm like in a subhuman state. Well, well that that particular convention was one where we did it two days in a row, and that, we, that was Tampa Bay Comic Con, I think. No, right? that no, that was Megan. Megacon. Oh, yeah, Megacon. Womp, womp. Yeah, you know Megacon, right? How how busy yeah. Megacon is? That, Satan's anus. Yeah that that was a Friday and a Saturday. And then we didn't do Sunday at all because I was done after Saturday. But that was that was part of the problem is I had been on all day Friday. Yeah. And then you never got a break. And then to be on again all day Saturday, halfway through the day on Saturday, it's like I'm done. I can't do anymore. I'm I'm done. She was what you would call straight up dunion rings. <laughs> dunion, dunion rings. rings. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. I was dunion rings. Because no, because I can absolutely be on. For a long length, I mean, I work retail. I talk to customers literally all day long from open to close during the busy season. Like, I can be on all day long, but then when it's quitting time, it's it's goddamn quitting time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite convention that you go to? Um, my favorite convention is Dragon Con. That's what I, everyone says. Everyone says I'm Dragon Con. In, I'm in love with Dragon Con. Like. Go back every year, see my friends, and uh, drink and party. It's it's kind of amazing. This last Dragon Con, I only cosplayed as Riku, and I brought like ten costumes, and I was like, "This is Riku Con. I just want to kind of dance and have a good time, so I'm gonna be Riku all the time." Plus, isn't it kind of hot? I figured Riku might be good because it's just bloody hot the whole time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So wearing a bikini and a scarf and running around was fantastic. It's funny too, because like you had a uh, an awesome was it Tiny Tina from Borderlands that you did? Yeah, it was awesome. Like, how did that come about? Thank you. Um, well, my brother actually played Borderlands before I did, and I saw this character. I'm like, who the hell is that? Like, that's just such an interesting person. And so then I started playing it. Of course, learned who the character was, and she's this non-playable character, but she has such a such an entity about her. She's just so crazy and fun. And I always get that I look younger than I actually am. I'm almost 24 years old, and I look like I'm 16. So 
So I was like, you know what? I could pull off a 13-year-old. I'm just going to try and go for this. So um, definitely a challenging costume, though. Everything had to be cel-shaded from the makeup to the costume itself and, like, painted. And um, so not only did I have to sew the entire outfit, but then I had to go back and detail it with all this paint and extra cel-shading. Yeah, and actually, it's really, really funny that you mentioned that because I had a long conversation with Johnny because I didn't know exactly how old you were. I'm like, if she comes in studio, I'm checking her ID before I get her a beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not just going to give her a beer until I check an ID. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. I get that all the time. In fact, I'm actually a bartender. So, oh, nice. And people think that, yeah, they're like, can you even try this? I'm like, uh, yes, I am almost 24 years old. Like... <laughs> Well, uh, the question I want to have for you next is just kind of to talk to your fans out there. Like, what do you have, like, in the pipeline that you're willing to talk about? Like, what costumes do you have coming up down the pipe? Um, you know, what, what, what do you kind of got, if you don't mind peeling the curtain back a little bit for us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, I have a Patreon. So those who supported me on Patreon this month got to help me pick my next costume. Um, and I gave them the options of a few different things that they could pick from, and they actually picked Lola Bunny from Space Jam. So I'm going to try to take on Lola, and I want to do, like, nice. ears and, like, a tail and, like, bunny, like, full out. We'll see how it goes. It's going to be different, but I think it'll be super fun. Nice. Well, actually, I, I saw that you put that up the other day that you were doing Lola Bunny, and I was yeah. interested to see how your take is because – you know, uh, I've seen a couple Lola Bunnies. One of our good friends, Ellie Marie, who's been on the show a couple times, uh, it, it did Lola. And it's neat to see when somebody else takes on a project, you know what I mean? It's always yeah. neat to see what's their take on it. Because nobody, cosplay-wise, in my opinion, has the same take on the same costume. Everybody's is a little bit different, and they tweak right. it. They kind of put their own signature on it. So I was really actually excited to see how you put your kind of spin on it. Right, and I, I loved her her rendition of Lola, too, because it was more of the human version, you know? And I thought that was really interesting um, and almost, like, based off of some art that I've seen before. So I loved that version, and I think what I'm going to do, though, like I said earlier, is I'm going to go more of, like, a bunny-human hybrid um, where I have, like, some makeup tweaks. I'm not going to be, like, a furry, but I'm going right. to do, like, some, some ears and some tail and maybe the feet kind of thing. So we'll see how it goes. I'm still kind of working on um, my rendition of it. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited. And hopefully I'll be debuting that at Megacon this year. Which, speaking of that, where, at, where can people go to see your Patreon? My Patreon is um, it's posted on my Facebook some places. Um, I think I posted it on my Instagram. I might not have, though. And then, uh, yeah, just on Patreon, I'm Renny Starks is creating cosplay. So, you guys can help me out. There's some awesome rewards on there, like prints and Polaroids and um, exclusive looks at things before they hit social media, some videos and some cool stuff like that. Nice. Cool. And also, uh, where can they go to get all of your prints? Um, well, I'm setting up my store right now. I have it out, but it's not exactly where I want it to be. It's on Big Cartel. Okay. So it's bigcartel.runnystarks.com. Uh, dot com or whatever it is. I think it's either slash or dot. I can't remember. But I'm still working on it because technology is not exactly my forte. And I'm still kind of in the works of that. Do you have anything else you want to tell your fans out there bef before we wrap it up this evening, Rennie? Um, I 
just want to say thanks, really. Like, it's kind of amazing that all these people are interested in my little corner of the internet. Like, it's kind of funny, you know. I just I just do my thing and, um, you know, people like it. And it's, it's awesome that people know who I am and that they like, recognize me. And I'm, like, so humbled by that, that, like, like, holy cow, you know who I am? Like, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. And uh, meeting, like, all these people and making connections with everyone, I really, I just appreciate their support more than I can even begin to say. So for anyone who's listening out there that supports me, thank you so much. Well, one thing I want to say is you don't have a little corner of the Internet. I've seen your Twitter followers. I've seen your Instagram yeah. <laughs> followers. I've seen your Facebook Calling it a little corner of the internet is like saying Alaska is just like a little state we have. Like, <laughs> it, it's a lot bigger than that. And number one, and, and this is a reason just to just kind of be a little truesome for a moment. The reason I actually invited you for this interview, because, you know, I, I've got a lot of uh, cosplayers that I'm friends with on Facebook uh, because of the show and because of events we do. And I was so drawn to your costumes and so drawn to your cosplay because you 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 truly do phenomenal work. I mean, from head to toe, it it is so amazing. It's so accurate, but I also like that it's accurate with the spin. Like you're you're not married to a concept. You'll say, I like this concept, but let me make it my own and put a twist on it. And you do such a phenomenal job on it that I just I just could not have you not on the show. I needed you on the show because I wanted to talk to you and pick your brain and figure out how you made all these amazing outfits. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. Like you guys are super fun to hang out with and I just, I'm having a good time here. So thanks for inviting me. Hey. No worries. And we have an open door policy here on the happy hour with Johnny and do so anytime you've got anything you want to plug or anytime you want to come back, you let us know. And the door is always open for you. Awesome. Yeah. I definitely will hit you guys up again. Thank you. you awesome. Welcome. So just uh, one more time for the folks listening at home. Um, your Facebook page is? My Facebook page is facebook.com slash Rennie Starks Cosplay. And it's not Renee. I know some people think my name's Renee. It's not. It's Rennie. So it's R-E-N-N-I-E-S-T-A-R-K-S. And then cosplay. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, to join us on the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Well, thank you for having me. Like I said, I, I really had a good time. Awesome. Well, we hope to do it again soon. And everyone that goes and sees Rennie Starks, tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Awesome, Rennie. Thank you so much. You have a great evening. Thank we'll talk guys. to you soon. All right. Awesome. Okay, bye. bye. And that was the amazing Rennie Starks of Rainy Starks Cosplay. And Johnny, how do they find us on the internet? They can find us on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. They can also send us a question, comment, whatever you like on our email, Show at gmail.com. And of course, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, there's not one, two, but three hashtags you want to put in your social media choice. That's hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuce is on the loose. Later. See you.